This is Rainmaker FM, the digital marketing podcast network. It's built on the Rainmaker platform, which empowers you to build your own digital marketing and sales platform. Start your free 14-day trial at rainmakerplatform.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I am Brian Clark, founder and CEO of Copyblogger Media. And this week, instead of flying solo, I've decided to start at least a one-week tradition of having <laughs> a rotating co-host. And today's victim is Sonia Simone, Chief Content Officer of Copyblogger Media, longtime co-conspirator, uh, way before we actually formed uh, the company in 2010 going back to copy blogger and teaching cells and all of that good stuff. Sonia, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. It is wonderful to hear your velvety voice <laughs> because you also have a great voice. And uh, that guy who also that has a great traitor. Voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many weeks I'm going to keep talking about him ditching me. But it could be quite a few. I think you could milk it. I think you are not even close to saturating that. Yeah, I, think I feel that way too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's evergreen, really. It is. All right. So as you know, uh, your coffee blogger post today linked to my last podcast. I was honored. It did indeed, yes. Yeah. It did. Okay. But you know, online courses, online education and training, obviously you were we always love to tell the story that how we met was you were one of the first people with your credit card in hand saying, go ahead and sell me something. Off. That's right. Back in 2007. And that was teaching cells our instructional design meets direct marketing Uber course. Do you remember that it was actually that course where someone gave us a review and they said it was internet marketing for smart people? I do. Not I as a compliment. <laughs> But we took it as a compliment because we were like, yeah. That's, <laughs> you know what? Only, please. You're right, so actually. Instead of feeling shame and dumbing it down, we actually co opted that and created another course called Internet Marketing for Smart People, which I thought was so us. It is us. I mean, because it's, it's a little offensive, but, you know, not very offensive. Snarky. Well, if you're if you're playing the populist card like a lot of the internet marketing crowd does, because of course they're they're going, you can do it, right. you know. Um, and we're like, and you, you can, can do it, do it, but if you're you, smart, you know, just like you can graduate from college, okay, but maybe not if you can't. So, um, yeah. So the it's just amazing to revisit slightly to see the mainstreaming of this. I mean, I, I don't yeah. like to sit there and say, hey, I called it. You did, though. You did call it. But yeah, <laughs> Actually, it's, still, yeah. it's still one of those things where you're right and you're like, wow, I didn't know I was going to be this right. <laughs> I know, it's true. Um, but it makes sense because uh, on-demand, reacting to trends, to market uh, fluctuations, to disruptions, everything's moving so quickly I don't think academia could keep up 10 years ago, much right. less now. And that's what's really driving this. And it's only going to accelerate. So 
the whole concept in that Fast Company article. I, I don't really like the terminology. I think it's pretty weak, but I, I, he, I think that this futurist guy is dead on about this is a real gig. I mean, it is now, but only more so by the time we get to say two, 2020, 2025, the whole concept of the freelance professor. How does that strike you? I, um, yeah, I mean, I don't love freelance professor for a lot of reasons. I, I kind of like your old term entrepreneur because I, I don't, th I think you want to not forget that this is about a business. So it is about teaching, but absolutely equally it is about, about business and about, um, producing a result somebody else wants. Um, so, and also maybe it's just cause too many people called me little professor when I was a child and I have trauma from that. <laughs> so is that, that could be the source. Professor Clark when I get it to is. esoteric. That's, and that's right. That's not a compliment either. It's <laughs> Just in case there's any confusion. <laughs> now you have my story, my full story. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it is a business. And I did like that he said you needed, you know, you needed a, a course, you need course materials, a, a plan and, and a marketing plan, you know, and, yeah. and that's what really kind of set me off on this. You know, you're not going to get away from understanding the marketing component of it. And, and the big thing about teaching sales which was amazing to me when I was creating it was that the intersection of direct marketing principles, which everything you sell online is direct marketing. Don't think about junk mail. It's that's not what it means. It means direct to <laughs> the, the consumer or, or customer or client um, that the, the principles, especially of copywriting are applied in instructional design because that's what gets adult learners to pay attention, uh, to retain information, to stick with it, all of these things. So even if you say, I don't want to be a marketer or I don't care about selling, creating great training is a component of exactly the same elements of, of retaining uh, an audience and their attention in order to actually get some value out of it. And it really is doing a great job of teaching people that build your business in the long term. Yeah. And I mean, most, um, maybe all smart marketers and salespeople have known for a long, long time, well over a hundred years, that in order to have something that is marketable or sellable, you need to have a transformation that you can offer the person you're selling to. Well, teaching has the transformation baked into it. The whole point of teaching is to create a transformation. So I think that's one of the reasons it's such a strong model. It's very easy to explain to somebody, I'm going to teach you to do something you want to know how to do. And also something we talk about a lot, baking in, it's not just knowledge, it's the benefits. Benefits of knowledge, yeah. And guess what? Those are the same benefits that go on a sales page. So yep. it, you really can't separate the two. And I always was kind of proud of teaching sales and how well it integrated it together because humans just naturally com compartmentalize things. This is that and this is the other. No, it's really one thing and it's right. all related. Anyway, yep. so you and I have created many courses together. I still remember that time we created that freelance X factor course uh -huh. and I had to rent a room in Durango, Colorado <laughs> to 
because I was there for the summer and my kids were little maniacs running around the place we actually were staying in. So in order to have yeah, you were a quiet, closet in an office building or I something know. crazy. But it was, hey, we got it done. Uh, yeah. And many that was a good course. courses and, and all that. But yeah. I want to talk to you a little bit because you created, in the time that we've known each other, you did, this was before Copy Blogger Media though, you created uh, your own course called Remarkable Marketing Blueprint. Is that That's right? That's right. Ah, I got it. And you did that all by yourself. I remember you just went off and then a long time later it was done. <laughs> but talk yes. about that process as, as tackling what was a really big project. I mean, that was, that was a good size course. It was. I, what I wanted to do when I left the corporate world and I have talked to other places about my serious post corporate traumatic syndrome. Um, I, left the corporate world. I needed to make money. My husband stays at home full time with my son. So it was all on me. And my idea was I was going to be a freelance writer. And that was okay. That was okay. Um, I did moderately well at being a freelance writer, but I hated the you don't kill, you don't eat kind of mentality. It was not um, emotionally a great fit for me where I had to close all these new clients and I was always prospecting and wasn't well suited to me. So I did take teaching cells. I was one of those people who messes up your, um, your server by refreshing the order page like two times a minute trying to wait for it to open. Um, don't do that, guys. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> So I put this course together to teach people some of the things that I had had to teach myself in order to be a good marketing writer, um, how to market stuff, how to sell things. If you're not the $10 million marketing budget kind of company. So yeah, I, um, and that it was revolutionary for me. I mean, it completely transformed who I was as an independent professional because instead of constantly prospecting and talking to people who weren't ready to move forward and closing people and all this stuff. I, I said, here's a thing. Here's what it'll do for you. Here's what to do next. A bunch of people bought it. And then they gave me whatever it was, $27 a month. Um, it, it was a great deal. It really changed my business. It really changed my relationship with my customers. And so they created this whole identity. They called themselves the remarkables and um, the first group were the remarkable and originals, you know, um, and that was an identity that they had that many of them carry. There will be people listening to this podcast who will say, I'm a remarkable. And they, you know, it's, it was really a great experience professionally, personally, in terms of satisfaction, in terms of my ability to help people. It was, uh, it was just cool and fun and awesome. I remember the, the community built there was, it was intense, rapidly Pro Sonia. As they should be. Because you come across so nice, but we, right. the, behind the scenes, you know. Brian knows how evil I really am, but real, I do. It's just very nice. <laughs> when Sonia goes on a rant, just duck. <laughs> <laughs> so what What was the hard part about it? Because, it, again, the, it seems to me the content was, it was so right up your alley. Was that, you know, producing it the, the biggest challenge? Producing it was great. I mean, it was, um, you know, I had to get my act together and, and, but that was fine. That was all good. The site was really 
tough. And I'm still so grateful to this day for the wonderful developer who was able to help me out with it. Um, but even so, um, it took, I don't know, I think it took us about two months to get the site together before I could make any money. I was spending money, this was right? Old, this was WordPress plus WordPress plus proprietary membership plugins was what this was. Yeah, uh, and there were, no, we won't name. There were a couple at the time and they all had issues and I encountered the issues. <laughs> um, you know, so it took a long time to get together. So during that time I was spending money developing the site, but I wasn't getting any revenue. Um, we had, um, security issues. So we had some kind of creepy, like Russian hackers were putting porn into my member library. <laughs> I don't know why to this day, I'm not sure why, why, why are you doing that? But they did. So that was great. We were playing whack-a-mole with security. It didn't work the way I wanted it to work. Um, there was a lot of manual work to make sure that like if people left the course, you know, like stopped paying for it, that we would stop giving them access to it. Just things like that, that today we have some tools, you know, cough, Rainmaker platform that make that really easy. It was not easy. So that was, um, that's such a familiar perfect. story now. I mean, when it was just me and Tony, and then later you joined us, uh, with teaching cells, I mean, Tony was gluing together, you know, oh, yeah. duct taping, you know, they, no one would ever tell me just how fragile <laughs> these sites, because they looked pretty, you know, but they were built out of all these different parts. And it was, and also in the original version of Teaching Cells, remember how Tony had to try to teach people to build an LMS out of, uh, you know, what was it? Joomla and Moodle and all Moodle. Right. God. Yeah. <laughs> and later we could finally get it done with WordPress pretty much with the stuff you use. But of course there were issues, but people were always asking us, Oh my gosh, you've taught me things that I didn't even imagine I could know about creating instructional content and about marketing it. Just give me the technology platform, right. you know, that's going to take a while. Mm. <laughs> In fact, it took, oh, I'm, I can't even do the math, seven years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and there, there have been platforms um, and those platforms had issues because it's hard. <laughs> it turns out when we, you know, set out to build it, it's like, oh, this is actually really hard. Um, but it took a while. It either takes a ton of money or it takes time. Yeah. And we were bootstrapped, so it took some time. But yeah. anyway, that I, I mentioned that last week. At least at this point, Rainmaker takes care of those headaches. And now it's become essentially a part of the teaching cells uh, experience that we'll be doing next month. So yes. anyway, I think one objection people have when they hear us talk about, you know, creating the marketing blueprint or, you know, a, a copy blogger course, or even the new Rainmaker training course that is a lead generator for uh, Rainmaker FM. Like, yeah, that's fine. You know, you're selling courses, marketing about marketing, blogging about blogging, content marketing about, you know, very meta. And, and that is something we've been dealing with for a long time. Sometimes it's frustrating uh, to always feel like you're being self-referential. But the, the real opportunities, uh, business is a big, going to remain a, a very big on-demand uh, training realm 
I remember back in 2007 when we talked about the three big areas, they were business, personal development, and technology. And Mm -hmm. I think that remains the case today. But there's so many other uh, topical areas that people are making not only money, but a living, a good living. A good living, yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're like the curator of, you know, online education and membership sites that shouldn't work <laughs> or, you know, yes. but, or at least that they are, they're, they're real topics for real people that don't involve, you know, this meta aspect to it. Give, give us a few of your favorite examples. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites, he was a member of one of our early communities, the third tribe. Uh, and that was the first marketing thing he ever bought. So I claim all credit for his success. <laughs> That's not fair or reasonable. I'm just making a joke. Uh, but his name is Will Hamilton, and he has a site called fuzzyyellowballs.com. And the thing I love about this site is it was a long time a truism in direct response that you could sell all kinds of things to golfers, but there was no money in tennis. You could not do tennis education. You couldn't do tennis direct response because tennis players didn't spend money. Well, Will's doing unbelievable things with this site. It's opened all kinds of doors. He makes a great living off this business. He's always the one that I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, he's, (laughs) he's just, you know, and I, and I think that, you know, since Will kind of showed it could be done, I think that, um, you know, other people have, have come up as well in tennis, but, um, really remarkable story with that. Um, another one was, a, was one of my remarkables, a woman named Wardy Harmon, and she, um, put together just a natural cooking site. You know, she had a real interest in very on trend today. She was kind of ahead of the curve at that time, but, um, you know, organic food and kind of, you know, respecting the dignity of the food. Um, and she did a surprise if my wife is a member yeah, you're and if she's not, she she should be because it's so, so up her alley. Um, but she did this natural cooking class online, and we all thought, well, that's a good idea. And she, from the beginning, we were all a little startled <laughs> at at how well it did. I mean, people were waiting for it. She was an early presence, and she just destroyed it with that. Um, my friend Ruth heads a an institute called the National Institute. Uh, for the clinical ap- application of behavioral medicine. So, you know, straight up hardcore internet marketing, right? Um, they do extremely well with courses. And Ruth, you know, Ruth, I know Ruth, she's a friend of mine, and she has a very business-like approach to teaching courses in behavioral medicine. So she just did a course on meditation with Tara Brock, who's a wonderful meditation practitioner. Um, but she does, uh, you know, they just do really, really well with these courses with a business-like approach to teaching. Um, it's a combination in their case of professional development for therapists, but also a lot of, um, non-medical professionals like me will take these courses because, you know, we want to know more about trauma or the science of the brain or meditation. Um, so really, and then I'll, I'll wrap up with one that my son, encountered that was very cool, which is a company called Youth Digital. And they teach kids, my son's age, my son's almost 10, how to code in Java in order to um, make Minecraft modifications. So yeah, my kids, I don't know if it's the same course, it may be, 
but yeah, both of my kids all of a sudden have figured out that you can make the stuff that is Minecraft. Right, <laughs> and, right. Uh, they're just fascinated by it. It's like Legos in digital world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, and that's that's a real case where people would tell you, oh, you can't make any money with Minecraft education because there's so many YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. um, but this course is very well. And these guys, I don't have any connection to them other than my kid is, you know, a junkie for this course. He can't wait to get home and start learning Java. Um but it's very well done. It's done for kids. It's got great sense of humor. It's comprehensive. They have good support. And they're just selling the heck out of this course. And I think it's $200 a pop, you know, for something for kids. For yeah. So kids can play yeah, with a toy. It's educational, you know. I yeah. mean, that type of purchase. And this is valid, actually, because learning to code is awesome. But, you know. We all bought baby Einstein CDs to make us feel right. better about parking the kids somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're selling to the parents. Yes, the exactly. Kids. You're you're saying, no, it's that a good a thing that, that they spend all day every day on Minecraft. It's education. I will say that out of all the games my kids try to play, uh, Minecraft is actually the probably the best for them. So yeah. I'm yeah. telling myself that story. Yes, I am too. I'm right there with you. All right. Well, I don't know, Sonia. Um you being on here made this very uh, easy. In fact, easier <laughs> than Robert. Now I'm going to just change my story and say, good riddance, Mr. Bruce. <laughs> I may just hit up Sonia Simone. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're giving hey. me more work to do? Bring it. We'll Bring see. It. I'll, if I can't find other victims, though, you're going to be my default. I'll be the default victim. That seems, you know. That seems congruent with my general role in the company. So you and Chris Garrett have a webinar coming up. Is that related, I think, to? Yeah. The webinar, it's, um, it is an educational webinar designed to give you what you need to know to become a customer. <laughs> I'm not going to hide that, right? That would be silly. But it's a webinar about um, the things that we have seen, we have been teaching, Chris also was an, an early teaching sales customer, but we have been teaching people for quite a few years now how to do this. And it's a webinar based on some of the things we've seen people do that slow them down. So mistakes people make when they're trying to build an online product or an online service, the things people do that make it very unlikely that they're going to be able to to have this kind of popular, successful, easy, fun, sustainable business. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about the mistakes people make when creating products online. And it's going to be what's well, coming up. So it'll be June 16th at noon Eastern. So well, we've got still a couple of weeks, but we will put a link to that in the show notes. So you can sign up from there. And uh, that sounds pretty interesting because the webinar, of course, is going to give you a lot of high value content with respect to things to avoid, especially if this is your first rodeo in, right. Uh, right. in this arena. So whether you decide to go with teaching cells or not, it's going to be solid. But of course, I'm sure that the benefits of the whole course will be demonstrated at some point. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Sonia, thank you so much for coming. Enjoy the rest of your day. And to all of you out there, thanks for tuning in. 
If you have a chance to drop by iTunes and uh, give me a review or rating, you can even talk about how much cooler Sonia is than me. <laughs> I will take it as long as it's on this show. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sonia. Thanks. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you.